Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Newman. I'm Arjun Bashiri. And we are the Fandom Optimists. Where we talk about your favorite fandoms when we try to stay optimistic about it. We certainly try. (laughs) 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 Okay, let's try not to make you laugh as much today. Uh, Arjun, Arjun is sick today, so that's, you know... That'll happen. I'm just uh, I'm just drinking some sparkling water to stay hydrated. We're we're gonna we're just gonna jump into episode four of Loki. So much happened in episode there's four of just, Loki that there's so much to digest. <laughs> so much happened. Okay, so so episode four of Loki. Full spoilers for episode four of Loki. By the way, if you're listening to this and you've you've watched uh, episode four of Loki, but you didn't notice that there's a post-credit scene there is one so you should make sure that you've seen that you should go watch that you should make absolutely sure that you've seen that uh but yeah episode four look it starts with i think young uh sylvie being captured by the time agents as as like a little girl which is so sad. I know, I know, man. They just, they just pop in. They're like, hey, and they take her and they leave, and it's just like, man, like, and and the thing is, they never really explain why they took her. Like, they never explain why or what she was doing in the first place that justified them taking her out of that timeline. Yeah, and they ask at some point, and uh, Ravana, who actually gets acknowledged by her first name in this episode, which made me yeah. happy, uh, says, I don't remember. Do you think she was just messing oh. with Sylvie? No, dude, she, she, was just, she was just being petty. God. She was just How petty. mean. Like, she knew. She, she remembered. She That's cruel. Petty. No, it is. It definitely is. And it, it, it kind of makes me wonder, like, what is Sylvie's Nexus event? Like, what what did she do at such a young age that made it to where she wasn't supposed to be there? Was it her being born? Yeah, and I, I guess in the first episode of Loki, if we can if we can take Miss Minute's word for anything, because who knows anything anymore. Uh, But if she was telling the truth, that it could be anything. It could be you were late to work on a day that you weren't supposed to be late to work in the sacred timeline. So, yeah, anything could have happened. So so here's a a theory of mine, and it kind of goes into... uh towards the end of the episode where we find out that the timekeepers are just animatronics. That was, okay. I kind of figured there was going to be, you're not going to show us the timekeepers like this. There's no bravado behind this reveal. I mean, and I don't know these people. So it's like, something's up. There's I some Wizard like, of Oz shit going on yeah, here. Here's, here's my theory. There is no sacred timeline and there is no timekeepers. Uh, because... Um, we already know that the TVA are a bunch of fascists. We already know that they're... The Time Fascists! The Time Fascists, yes. So we already know that they're Time Fascists and they're controlling everything. So my theory is that there is no sacred timeline. Ooh. 
it, they're just controlling it to the way they want to see it. Like maybe it's how Thanos was, where um, in every reality he wins, and there's one where he doesn't. Maybe they're controlling the timeline to where in every reality, like this has to go back with Kang the Conqueror. Like in every reality where Kang doesn't become who he is, but that one reality where he does, maybe the TVA is controlling the realities to make sure that Kang comes into an existence. Yeah, I am increasingly thinking this has to be Kang, right? Oh, it has to be. <laughs> oh, no, it's Mephisto. Oh, it's... <laughs> Kang is Mephisto. It's Kang Mephisto the Conqueror. Mephistang. Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Um, that was, that's, that's my, that's my sort of, uh, one cent on it, two cents on it. Yeah, that's really cool. If it turns out that everything we've heard so far is an utter lie, <laughs> there is no sacred timeline. Oh man. Yeah. And I love that Loki gets straight to the correct question when they have the reveal that the timekeepers are androids. His first thought is, so who did this? Who created all of this? That was my that was my first thought too. Like who's behind all of this? Then? Straight to the point, Loki. Straight uh, to but, the point. But Mobius. Mobius. All I he mean, wanted was a jet ski. I mean, he's not dead. Like rest in peace. He's not dead, but like he just disappeared for a while. He's he has vanished to somewhere, which I guess we'll we'll get to that when we get to our maybe, audio message. Yeah, like maybe he's in another apocalyptic earth, how Loki ended up there. Yeah, let's go ahead and, and play our audio message, our, our second ever audio message, which uh if if you feel like sending us an audio message with your theories or thoughts on something, uh you can go to anchor.fm and uh find our podcast, The Fandom Optimists. It's also linked on the Facebook and Twitter pages, I believe. Uh, and you can you can go through Anchor to send us a voice message that we can respond to on the show. Please send us voice messages. Please send us voice messages. So this voice message comes once again from Beyond Blue, from the podcast Cape Corner. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's play it. Hey Optimists, it's Blue from Cape Corner again. Uh, I just wanted to say real quick that, haha, I told you so. I heard your episode and you were all like, mm, was it supposed to be a romantic thing? It was. Loki is totally in love with Sylvie. I called it. Do not doubt me again. <laughs> uh, also, as much as everybody, including myself, wants to know more about Alligator Loki or Crocodile, whatever he is, um, and... Like, that's valid. I want to know more about little crocodile Loki as well. But I'm very interested in the one with the hammer. It looks like it might be constructed out of railroad track and maybe a wrench. So I'm wondering if he's going to have kind of like a steel thing from DC going on. Uh, Let me know your thoughts. Okay. Uh, Have a good one. Okay. Thanks, Blue. Um, so... Yes, yes, I was wrong. Arjan, you, you got it right. 
I totally call it. I know sappy love when I see it. You knew that that was a romantic relationship. I, yeah, I mean, of course. The way he was looking at her and the way she was looking at him is, I mean, come on. I was thinking maybe, maybe it wasn't. Maybe this is just naive Loki opening up to someone for the first, for the first time. But it seems like this really is. Uh, he is. He has fallen in love with himself, but a, a girl version of himself. I love Owen Wilson's line. What an absolute seismic narcissist. Uh, I also love that he came so close to saying wow. He said now. He said now. He said how, and he said now. He's getting close, man. He said how the same way he said wow, so he is getting close. And he goes, that's enough to break reality. It's breaking my reality right now. And he almost said it. Wow. We're getting close to the wow. We need to get a wow. Wow, what do you know? It, it needs to be, he, he gets to remember his life. He realizes that he had a jet ski. And he see and he goes and finds that jet ski. He looks at it and wow. wow. Imagine imagine Mobius's past life. He's Owen Wilson. <laughs> he is Owen Wilson. So, so if like they that. pulled that, I'd be so happy. So like he finds out he was like, Wow, I was a Hollywood actor. <laughs> Um, and so also, as, as Blue mentioned, we see these other Lokis when we have it revealed that Loki did not die when he got pruned by Ravana at the end of the episode. And he has woken up on some post-apocalyptic Earth that looks like the destroyed remains of Avengers Tower is, oh, yeah. is off to the side in that shot. And we see an old man Loki wearing like a bad cosplay Loki yeah that's the that's the comic accurate Loki that's the that's the Jack Kirby envisioned Loki because it looks yeah but in exactly from the comics in live action it looks like someone doing really silly cosplay and it's (laughs) and it's really funny and I really like the way they made that look um yeah, and he is called Classic Loki. I wonder if he's supposed to be, like, the comic book Loki? That would be cool. I just said that. Oh, okay. I get uh, it. faded out for a minute. Um, uh, yeah. I don't have any hearing problems. Um, okay. <laughs> and, yeah, Alligator Loki, which is definitely Alligator Loki and not Crocodile Loki. I keep seeing people all over the internet talk about how excited they are for crocodile loki that is an alligator it's alloki <laughs> alloki gator loki loki gator what really caught my attention was kid loki because, kid loki because that is the young avengers we already have billy and tommy from wandavision oh yeah kid i didn't loki. even think of that then we have kid loki so they're literally introducing the young avengers i didn't even think of that that is cool and yeah as as blue pointed out we've got this other loki who's got like a hammer like a thor's hammer but it's made out of like railroad track pieces and a wrench it's weird looking i don't know what i I think it's like a different version of mjolnir interesting like uh, like i think it is it's not like the hammer but it's like a 
It's like Stormbreaker, but like a bigger hammer. Interesting. So you think this is a Loki who's worthy? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's a cool a, variant. Yeah, I think it's a Loki that's worthy of uh, wielding Mjolnir, but yeah, that's my that's another one of my theories right now. So I'm still stuck on Alligator Loki. I hope he does some magic. I want to see <laughs> I want to see Alligator Loki messing some people up with magic in the next episode. <laughs> That's be, what I'm here for. That'll be amazing. I would love to see that. That'll make my 7.99 subscription worth it. <laughs> uh, so do you think that Mobius has woken up surrounded by Owen Wilson's? <laughs> is is he been is he hanging out with um Jedediah from Night at the Museum? You just see Mobius wake up and like all the other Mobiuses around him. Wow. 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 Look at that. Wow. Wow. I I it's I want Jedediah from Night at the Museum in this show. Oh my gosh. Um Yeah, so do you think where do you think Loki is other than post apocalyptic Earth? Like how is this a post-apocalyptic I mean, Earth? Here's here's my here's another two cents of a theory of mine. So Loki wakes up in a post-apocalyptic New York because I mean the Avengers Tower is collapsed in the background. Right. So that's that's already a New York given. This is a New York where a Loki won when he attacked the Avengers back in the first movie. Cool. This is uh, this is a timeline where he won. This is a timeline where probably Thanos won. So yeah, I guess that He's... would go into your theory that it's not that there is no sacred timeline. There are other timelines out there, and the TVA is using this particular timeline to just dump people that they <laughs> that they prune. And then I'm wondering, do only Lokis get sent here? Is this a planet of Lokis, it or is this like? Be. Or is this like everything and everyone that gets pruned shows up here and these Lokis happened to find him? So back to back to um, those little devices they use when they're resetting timelines. Yeah, the tempads. Yeah, those. I feel like, because I remember back, way back in one of our episodes, we were talking about how they destroy timelines and how they like make them cease to exist. Yeah, which Sylvie seemed to confirm. In yes. one of her monologues, she says they, they, they stole me from my home and destroyed or erased or something my timeline. So it, it's crazy how it's crazy how they're doing all of this stuff. But if that's the case, why didn't they do that to the post-apocalyptic New York? Yeah, so I, I, I guess they kept it. That's that's why. Like, if they're if they're destroying timelines that shouldn't exist, why does that New York exist? And when he was pruned, why did he go there? They're just kind of keeping it as a as a as an Australia, <laughs> 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 relative to <laughs> relative to Britain, just shipping uh, prisoners. Maybe, maybe that's like a maybe that's like a Loki wasteland where all the bad Lokis go. Or quote unquote bad Loki's because Kid Loki is a young Avenger, so we don't we don't really know that bad Loki's go there. 
Yeah, and Sylvie doesn't seem to be a bad Loki either. No, no. I don't not. think. Oh, I'm wondering if any if any of these are bad Lokis. I don't, I don't think any of them are. We don't even we don't even know if Loki is a bad Loki. No, because they're up against time fascists. Exactly. The time fascists are the bad ones. I really like I really like that uh, that um, TVA agent who goes to Sylvie. And like she says, like show me my past life. Like, oh yeah, B fifteen. Yeah, like I really liked that because that's that's like some that's some character breakthrough right there. Like, oh, that, she got to me. Part. She got to me. No words, just her getting her memories back and you know crying a bit, and then she finally says, "I looked happy." Oh, exactly like that, that got that to me. Destroyed me, but I totally called it again. Like episode four was the big climax that was gonna do literally everything. Yep, and now f- I have no idea where they're going with five. Oh man, five is gonna be the five is gonna be weird. Five is gonna be so action packed right now. I'm already saying that because well, we know from the trailers. That we've got to have the vote for Loki, President Loki thing happen at some point coming up here. I feel like that's going to be episode six. Really? I feel yeah. like six is the wrapping up this whole thing and five is going to be the just insanity of this other timeline. I'm, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen when Loki teams up with the other variants of himself. Oh, man, I can't wait. So the, the actor playing the classic Loki is, I think his name is Richard E. Grant. Yeah. Uh, not a small-time actor. <laughs> not, not, not an extra. Oh, no. no and so... Some stuff behind his belt. And so... I wonder if classic Loki is going to be like a legit evil Loki or something and like turn on all the other Lokis or something because it, it's such a notable actor. There's got to be more than just he's one of the four Lokis we run into here. Like right now, right now, I feel like he's not going to because what's the motivation behind it? Yeah, I wouldn't know how it would fit in. I'm just fascinated at the caliber of actor. Like, I wouldn't really know the motivation behind him turning against all the Lokis. Like, would he be working for the TVA? Is he trying to do what every, what, do what Loki did and take all the time stones, or not time stones, all the infinity stones all over again? Like, what is his, what's his end goal to it if he does turn on them? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if there would be some, like, He's trying to be the only Loki or something, but that would be that would be kind of off the path of everything we're on. Maybe we do have a Loki that's like that already. We just haven't been introduced to them yet. Ooh, maybe maybe that's who's really running the TVA. Is they're trying to run it in such a way that variant Loki because they did say. That they've captured more variants of Loki than anyone else. I'm pre- pretty sure Mobius said that. Maybe a Loki is running the TVA. Yeah, he doesn't want any other Lokis hanging around. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be interesting. I'd like to see that. That would be a fun little twist. That'd be pretty 
<laughs> what did you think of the the time loop prison? That is oh, that's a special yeah. kind of hell. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, he was basically already in hell going through yeah. the whole time loop. Because <laughs> I mean, the hell that we see in like the TV shows are like it's just an infinite loop of, like, your personal hell, and I guess Loki getting beat by uh, Siv was his personal hell. Yeah. Oh. He was so great in that scene where he eventually just kind of gives in, and he's like, look, I thought it would be funny, and it wasn't, and Dude, yeah. He's great in every scene. He's so good. I love Tom Hiddleston. Like, like, man... Get this guy an Emmy. And also the actress playing uh, Sylvie. I'm trying to remember the name. Um, I gotta pull it up. It's gonna kill me. Sophia DiMartino. Uh, she is awesome <laughs> as Sylvie. Yeah, yeah she, she, she really plays the character well. Uh, once again, my favorite parts of the episode, as with episodes one and two, are any time that Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston are just talking, <laughs> just talking about stuff. And in particular, that whole scene of, of oh, my God, you like her. Does she like you? <laughs> it's just just, uh, just the scene. The scene that got me was uh, Mobius before he got pruned. He was, uh, he was telling uh, Renslayer, he was like, you asked me where I could go, and I'd go oh. my life before the TVA. Oh, man. And I was like, damn. Also, him telling Loki, uh, you know, you can be anything you want to be, even someone good, just in case anyone ever told you otherwise, which is just really great since he told him otherwise three episodes ago. Because <laughs> oh, I think man. in episode one that Mobius said, you know, you're not the, you know, it's not your story. You exist to cause pain and suffering so that other people can be the best versions of themselves. And so, so here he corrects that. And I thought that was really we, cool. Since we know that the TVA is a fluke, um, do you think Loki will go back into the timeline where Thor is? Uh... I doubt it because I guess there's like that timeline still exists. I would think, I would think that, you know, in the multiverse of decision-making that there's a Loki that didn't escape at that moment. And that Loki went on to be the Loki that had the character arc we saw in the movies and gets killed by Thanos. And so I don't think the Loki we're watching in the show can ever go back to that. I'm really hoping, like, by the end of this show that it's a possibility, because I just want to see them reunite. Yeah, that would be interesting. You mean, like, after his death, if he, like, like, like shows back somehow, up in the... Like, he somehow just pops up in Love and Thunder. Oh, man. Uh, if, if the Loki that's been through all this shit shows up in Love and Thunder, that would be really cool. Like, like, Thor just sees him, and he's like, bruh, I thought you were dead. He was like, bruh. <laughs> bruh, I thought you were dead, bruh. 
the timekeeper's designs were pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I like them. They looked like some weird stuff from Star Wars, but I mean, I could only understand one of them. The one, another one had like a really <laughs> bubbly effect behind his voice that made it really hard to hear what he was saying. Yeah, the one uh, I know which one you're talking about. The one on the left. Yeah. A menace to my ears. Honestly. Uh, what, oh man, what else happened in this? Everything happened in this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think what else happened in this show. We had we had a good fight scene. A great fight scene. That yeah, fight, really scene fight scene was like the exact same as the fight scene from Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yeah, it's like it's identical. It's freaky. Uh. B-15 shows up and, and saves their lives. Did B-15 die? Uh, no. I saw... Uh, she falls down and she's not seen for the rest of the scene. That's, that's, uh, that's but, a dramatic effect in TV shows. She's going to pop up next episode and be like... Hey, yeah, we, did, okay. we didn't see her die. We saw exactly. her fall to the ground and then she wasn't on camera for a while. So I don't know. She... I hope she's still around. I really like B-15. So when Sylvie tells Ravona, uh, tell me everything, what do you think she's going to tell her? I don't know. And that's how tripped up this show has me, is I have no idea what Ravona knows. Like, what do you think she's going to tell her? Like, now, you know? if this is Kang, because Ravana didn't seem like shaken to her core or anything when the beheaded timekeeper was an android. So I feel like she already knew that, maybe. Oh, definitely. But also, she went to the timekeepers earlier by herself, which made me think that she thinks they're real. Uh, well... Or maybe she just knows that's the only way that, that she knows who's running the androids and she's just talking to them through the androids. I don't know. This is this is confusing. Uh, well, at the beginning of the show, we thought uh, Sylvie was the antagonist. But it turns out that Ravana is actually the antagonist of this show. And the whole TVA itself are the antagonists. Yeah, so because it is Ravana, I'm really wondering if she's already involved with Kang and that they're like co running this. And if that's the case, Sylvie's not gonna get anything out of Ravana. I feel like I feel like by the end of this show, I think there has to be like a I think Kang has to show up in some way. Yeah, he's already cast. And yeah, he's, he's supposed to sh- He's supposed to show up in a movie that's supposed to come out in, like, 2023. Oh, jeez. So, I would not be surprised at all to see him. And I, I'm really thinking it's it's pretty likely we're going to see him. Wait, Quantumania comes out in 2023? Uh, I don't know for sure. It's either 23 or 24. Oh, jeez. When you say it like that, it seems so far away. <laughs> Marvel does that. They've got this all planned out. That's like two, three years away. My gosh, I can't even wait for Multiverse of Madness. I can't even wait for No Way Home. 
Uh-huh. That one's coming up fast. Just just so. five five months. I know, it's already July. My gosh, where's the time going? And we got lots of movies coming up uh, between them. We have Black Widow coming out next week. <laughs> Unless it gets delayed again. Yeah, no, it's going to release next week. Um, and uh, Shang-Chi comes out in September. And then the Eternals in November? My God, this is a stacked half of a year as as society rebuilds itself. Well, what I can say is I am stoked. I'm excited for what's coming next. I cannot wait for episode five. And we, we will be doing episode five. So if you've got uh, theories... Follow us on Twitter at Fandom Optimists. Tweet us some theories. Send us some audio theories. Uh, you know. We'd love to hear them. Tell us we're really dumb. Okay. And that you don't. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going off at a tangent right now. I don't know about that. You can, you can do it. You can do it. I won't mind. You know, just just tell us you like uh, you like what we're talking about. Tell us what you want us to talk about. You can suggest some stuff that we can. Oh do. yeah, we we do need some suggestions for what we're doing right after Loki. Yeah, because no the idea. I don't think the the Bad Batch will not have ended. Ooh, we can you Deadpool. we can do Deadpool. We can do Deadpool. Yeah, why not? Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> it's, it's something. Yeah, you should also you should definitely watch the Bad Batch because it would be it would be great to do an episode on the Bad Batch. I guess you know. Do you have anything else for for Loki? Yeah, to be honest, I think we already covered mostly everything that happened in episode four. Let's see. Let's look at my little notes here. Uh, it was the the cover up of the death of well, not the cover up because they she told him that they killed her. But uh, C twenty, the the time agent who got killed after uh, Sylvie gave her her memories back, that was that was some dark time fascist stuff. Jeez, oh, yeah. uh, I loved Mobius sneaking, uh, sneakily re- replacing Ravana's temp pad with his own, and using it to get more information. Awesome move. As if. Uh, yeah. I I don't think I've got anything else for Loki. So... Uh, I think we pretty much covered mostly everything. That... So we're gonna go to our beloved segment. Uh, what have we been watching? But first we're gonna Ooh. do a quick word from the sponsor. Okay. What... Have we been watching? Arjun, what have, what have you been watching? You know what? I think I'll let you go first this time. All right. I, I watched a movie from, I think, 2007 called Stardust. Okay. And this, have you heard of it? I heard of it, yeah. I had never heard of it. And this was like the biggest cast for a movie I had never heard of. It stars Charlie Cox, Michelle oh, really? Pfeiffer... Robert De Niro. Oh, really? And Mark Strong. Oh, gosh. And it, it, was there someone else? I, I don't remember the girl's name. Hang on. The, the, 
the main, the second main character. I can't remember her name. My God. Um, Stardust. Claire Danes. Oh, and it was narrated by Ian McKellen. Like, this movie was insanely stacked with just an awesome cast. And it's a, it's a silly little movie. It's, it's kind of Princess Bride-ish in that they set you up to think it's going to be kind of chick flicky, like just a, a romantic fantasy. But then it's got a lot more elements to it than that. Um, I, I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Basically, to give a, a non-spoiler synopsis of it because i i will recommend this and it's currently on netflix and it's a delightful little movie uh but charlie cox plays a a guy who is hopelessly in love with this girl and she tells him that they see a, a shooting star and she tells him that i will marry you if you can go get that star and bring it back to me but the star turns out to be a person who has something that Mark Strong's character also wants and Michelle Pfeiffer's character also wants it and Michelle Pfeiffer plays like a witch who needs the star to stay young Mm -hmm. and Mark Strong needs it to secure his rightful place on the throne of whatever kingdom it is and then Robert De Niro plays a uh, pirate, uh, but he's like a sky pirate. He has a flying ship. And so it's just the way that these four characters interact with each other and run into each other throughout the movie turns out to be a lot more interesting and fun than I thought it would be. And it was just, a, it was a delightful little movie. I would definitely recommend that to anyone who's looking for something to watch this weekend and has Netflix. Well, so what have you been watching, Arjun? You know, to be honest, I haven't really been watching anything. Uh, yeah. I've, actually been, I've actually been uh, playing something. Ooh, what you been playing? I've been playing, uh, I actually started replaying Final Fantasy uh, fifteen. Ah, uh, that's cool. I don't know which one that is, but that sounds cool. It's the 15th one. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you for explaining that. You're welcome. I feel like I have to. <laughs> No, yeah, I've just been I've been uh, replaying Final Fantasy. I've actually been rewatching Lucifer. Oh, you! I gotta restart Lucifer. Dude, I'm really it's such, a, it's such a good show, man. I am really wanting to restart Lucifer. Like it's it's, jeez, the amount of time it's like it's like if I could rewatch a show, that means it's really good because I've seen Breaking Bad like five times already. Oh, I know. We we watched it at least twice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we watched it at least so like two out of those five. It was I watched it with you. <laughs> same same for Brooklyn Nine Nine. We watched oh, it like definitely. at least twice. Definitely, and you actually got me into Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I don't remember how I got into Brooklyn Nine Nine, but that was like the best decision I ever made. Oh man, I can't wait for season seven or I think season eight. Season eight, and and I think yeah. that's coming out in like. August, I think it's, I think it's just a few weeks. Like it's like a month. It's a month and a couple weeks away. And oh, I can't wait. I I am constantly rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think I've cycled through the series like three or four more times. <laughs> 
August 12th. Okay. Oh, boy. That's going to be excited. fun. I'm excited. I think, Man. I think the eighth season is the last one, too. Yep. It is going to be the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Between TV and film for the next, like, six months, everything is just stacked. We've got Titans coming back in a few weeks I'm, here. Oh, I'm so excited for season three of Titans. We got Stargirl coming back in a few weeks here. What, they need to have, they need to release season three of The Boys, though. I think that's a bit further away. Season two it was is. pretty recent. Yeah, no, it is, but like, I'm just excited to see Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles? I know. Did you you saw that? Uh, yeah. That he's Batman? Yeah, that he's Batman <laughs> the Halloween one. Yeah. I, I, have you seen it? I haven't. It's not, I don't think it's out. It's out for renting or buying? Maybe just renting? I don't know. I'm going to wait until it's on HBO Max. Uh, I pay for enough things <laughs> for content. Speaking of HBO Max, HBO Max is just amazing. Like, they have so much stuff. I've been... Oh, also... Oh, wait, yeah. I've been watching uh, Rick and Morty, too. Ah, HBO okay. Max. There you go. Yeah. HBO Max has so much content. Like, HBO Max is great. Like, I think if I... If I think... If I had to have... Only one streaming platform. I think it'd just be HBO Max. This podcast brought to you by HBO Max. <laughs> HBO Max sponsors. Sponsor us, HBO Max. Sponsor we us. we love we love your product. We will pay. We'll pay you. Uh, it really amuses me, and I don't care. Like I have this movie on DVD, the the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie from 2011. I have it on DVD, so I. Do not care about whether or not I have the ability to watch it on HBO Max, but it really amuses me that every month it like toggles on and off. Like it was, it was there in March, and it was gone in April, and it was there in May, and it was gone in June. Now it's back, or it's like it's every month. It's, uh, it's it shows up and then it disappears the next month. That's hilarious. It's really weird. I wonder where it goes. I, I, like, I wonder why. Why it doesn't just stay there, but yeah. Oh, oh well. Oh well, you know some things are just not meant to be found out. They're pretty much constantly updating their their DC slate. They put up the uh, the Josh Brolin Jonah Hex movie. I may have to watch that. I've never seen it before. That's something that we can do. We can start, you know, for, for future episodes of the Fandom Optimists, uh, when we're not covering a TV show week to week, is we can cover things that are not exactly considered to be good movies and see how optimistic we can be about them. Yeah, that's, that's one way to put it, yeah. That could be fun. Be a yeah, fun, I, I fun thing to do. Live up to the, to the title of the show. Oh, definitely. Oh, it's so much optimism. Just relentless optimism for our fandoms. Oh, man. But, yeah. I mean, I haven't been watching anything new, so if anyone has any new shows they'd recommend, send them my way. Yeah. Go go follow us on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter. Send us some, some show recommendations that we can talk about at the end of the show. Yeah. That'd be fun. 
Did you just say jinx? Yeah, we said that'd be fun at the same time, so I jinxed you. Oh, man. We don't... Uh, we... Oh, wait, we don't do jinxes. No, we don't do jinxes anymore, <laughs> we, don't, we don't. Never mind. I cancel. I cancel. I take it back. It just clicked to me why we don't do that anymore. Uh, and, and to find the story on that backstory, uh, send us money. Oh? You can, which you can do at Anchor.fm. Uh, It'll be supporting the show, not us. That's that's actually yeah. Go to Anchor.fm. Uh, you can click the support button if you think we're doing great, and if you send us some money, uh, we should we set like a dollar limit. Yeah. And then and then tell the story. Yeah. Of why we don't do jinxes. Well, like okay, so little backstory on the backstory. Jordan and I have so many stories. We have so many stories. We have so many stories. But we will sell this one. We're, we will sell our stories. Like, we're, what, like what's a reasonable things, dollar amount for there this story? There are two things we're good at: selling stories, and we're good with windows. We're and great we with sell, windows. We are amazing with windows. Experts in the field. Yes, and we will sell our stories. Apple too. Or, oh, apples. Yes, we will. Sell- <laughs> 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 oh God. I just remembered, yes, we're great with Apple, too. <laughs> Apple and Windows, either way. Apple and Windows. So we will sell our stories for one price. What do you think, like $20, $50? Oh, jeez, let's make it like $1,000. A $1,000? No, no, no I, think, I think like $10 would be fine. $10. All right. If, if, so, so, dear listener, if you go to anchor.fm, and click on the support button for our podcast. Uh, once we reach ten dollars, we will we will explain why we are deathly afraid of jinxes. And as saying before, it will support the show, not us. Yeah, the we, show. We, we get to fun a soundboard where we can make all these wonky sounds instead of me. Ah, uh, yeah. We can do cool stuff. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm all out of stuff to say. Me too. So I'm looking forward to episode five of Loki. I guess okay. So next week, Black Widow comes out. We might do. Do you plan to see Black Widow like in the uh, first day of its release? To be quite honest, not really. Okay, so we we will probably just be covering episode five of Loki next week, and at a later week, we will cover Black Widow, but. So, I, I think I think we should cover Black Widow right after Loki, so we have something to talk about once Loki is. That's a good idea. So uh, that'll be our first episode after Loki. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Well, thank you for listening. I'm pretty impressed if you've listened to this entire podcast. Oh, and, and until next time, remember to stay optimistic. And never apologize for loving your fandom. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's poetry. It's poetry. It rhymes.